You're listening to the Just Go Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt, from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm TJ Jeskowitz from RAGBRAI. This is the podcast where we talk about bicycling just for the fun of it. So there's going to be tales from the RAGBRAI nation. There's going to be tales from bicycling all over the country. Come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Yeah, I'm smiling today. We are live, <laughs> if you will, at the Iowa River Landing, the headquarters of the Iowa Bike Coalition. Have we ever, we've never done a podcast from IBC. I'm sure you've HQ. done some here, but but this is my first. Yeah. And um, just kind of, I can kind of see, smell the river, I guess, from right here, more or less. Yeah. And yeah. and a beautiful day Ish. here in, in Coralville, Coralville, in the Iowa River Landing. And uh, we've got some RAGBRAI meetings, so uh, we've been busy going across the state, the final wrap-up meetings for <laughs> RAGBRAI. And, um, you know, this afternoon we got one in Iowa City, so we just decided to pop in and pay a little visit to the good folks of the Iowa Bike Coalition. So number one question that you're getting. Yeah. Uh, my wristbands, are they on their way? They're on their way. So I saw an email from you yesterday. We they Some got sent out, and they're yeah. coming on the way. So anybody that's listening to this, don't panic. Don't panic. Check your mail. It's yeah, coming. We're still 10 days away from the expo. Sure. So uh, I think by the time they listen to this podcast, we'll have 100% of the, the rag ride wristbands, at least in the Perfect. mail. Most of them take about two days to get to you. Yeah. So, so you still got plenty of time. You know, you don't have to put that wristband on until <laughs> you get to OnOS. So just, just kind of keep that in mind. If I like get, to put it on the moment it hits in my mail. No, I don't. No, it's okay. No. People will lose them if they get them so early. So, right, right. But we wanted to get them out a little bit early. A couple of snafus here and there that uh, kind of out of our control. But we had some people pull a couple of all-nighters and a couple of people nice. that worked through the fourth. And so uh, so Nick and Mad, shout out to those two in particular that probably put in uh, a couple of 24-hour straight <laughs> things to just make sure people got their wristbands. And the RAGBRAI merchandise store, that's closed. Yes, yes. So um, – you have to come to Ragbride if you want merch or wait until the ride's yeah. over. We got some cool stuff, too. And if you wait until the ride's over, that cool stuff might not be in stock anymore, right? There, There is no such thing as like, hey, I'll wait till Friday and I'll get a good deal on that. Yeah. You'll be like, hmm, can I fit into the Schmedium at that point? No. Jennifer and I have always had that rule that if you like it and you see it, you buy it. You buy it. If you don't – and I get it. You know, if I was hauling a tent around for the whole state – I wouldn't want to have to haul around an extra 50 pound of, of merchandise. I would think maybe I'll wait until Friday or Saturday to pick it. No, buy it now. Buy it now. It just won't be there. Yeah. There's so many people that have come back and said, oh, I really like that. You know, there's some of those those cool women's tanks that we sold out day one. Sure. I mean, if people really like them and, you know, some of these things, they take three or four months to produce. So it's not like mm -hmm. we're going to go print off more. I mean, these are collector edition items. So sure. we're not going to go back. Hey, can you reprint the rag bright jersey <laughs> from from 1988? No, we're no. not going to do that. So buy it if you like it. Sure. And, you know, you're going to like it. How's that? Um, the expo shaping up pretty good. 
Shaping up great. Um, Scott Garner from our office, assistant rag bride director, is kind of in charge of the expo. Mm -hmm. He's done a fabulous job for all the years. He came on and probably about 2012 has been been heading that up. Um, no, 2013 actually. And um, when he came up and um, since that year that we kind of went through Des Moines. And uh, Scott does a great job, uh, you know, 100 plus vendors from pretty much all over the world. And nice. we've got some people, um, some, some neat stuff. There's going to be some killer giveaways at the expo so obviously people mm -hmm. line up for things like the laminated maps i think i've heard there's some top tube stickers perhaps we have the famous top tube stickers coming out the iowa bicycle coalition has a repositional re sticker so it's a low level adhesive yeah. goes on your top tube has the miles the climb the distance for each day uh, handy format. I know some people complain that the font's a little bit small, but hey, you got more towns this year than you've had before. Yeah. So that's uh, the way it works. We might have one less, but you know, we'll we'll get to that uh, yeah. later this week. But sure, uh, but it's not really a town. But um, but the other thing back at, back to the expo. Um, some of our sponsors have some incredible giveaways. I know sure. Crescent Electric has always kind of set the bar with mm -hmm. some really cool giveaways. This year, Tide is going to have some killer ones. We're going nice. to uh, have some messaging going out about some of the really cool things that, that they're going to have out there. Um, Sola is going to have some ice cream out there working with, with Business Solvers. Ice so, cream. Yeah. So there's going to be lots of cool giveaways at the Expo. Cool. Um, there's going to be killer bands all day long in Ottawa. <laughs> so Expo is going to be a lot of fun. And that's right there on Main Street. So kind of widest street in America. The widest Main Street in America. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and camping's up at the park. Yeah. Pretty much uh, Gockle Park over by the fairgrounds. Okay. Lots of camping. So it's basically about a mile walk, if you will. A nice tree covered street. Then you just stroll down the way and, and all of a sudden you're at the expo. A true dip site this year or are we piping mm, in water? What's the thought? Piping in water. And, okay. And one of the reasons. We've got so many vehicles, especially in a small town like Ottawa. Mm -hmm. There are not too many ways to go east and west in, in our state. Mm -hmm. The main artery will be 175, where you're going to have tremendous amount of traffic on that. Mm -hmm. There are some ways that you can go, um, you know, the basically going north or south and kind of kind of going around Ottawa. It's probably 40, 50 miles to get to the river at that point. Mm -hmm. So. There's a lot of those roads with the rain and the flooding sure. that um, kind of questionable of mm -hmm. what kind of shape they're going to be in. And, Good point. And some of them, you know, I'd be very surprised uh, if it's a real safe and easy way to get over to the river. I mean, when, when the river's right there in town, we're, we, we do a true dip site. Mm -hmm. um, other, other than that, mm, kind of hit or yeah. miss. Well, it makes sense. And really, the the beginning dip is just kind of a made-up tradition that came out of crowdsourcing. Uh, yeah. The true dip is at the Mississippi River. That's, true dip. That's exactly. where there's a dip site. And Absolutely. You always end at the Mississippi. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there's so a lot no of problem. those legends that are kind of yeah. folklore, if you will. So, born on Ragbride. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, now we're in generation two of legends, so we have things like that coming up yep. soon. Yeah. Um, what else do we need to know about this year's ride? Anything big going on? I, I just think all the towns are just just ready. I mean, we've got some some really good entertainment, some diverse entertainment that we've, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not just the same old bands. There's some tried and true ones that have been, you know, the Johnny Holm band and, and, and Hairball bands like that. But bands like, you know, 35th and Taylor that I, I think once people hear them, they're going to be like, wow, that band is fantastic. Um, 
groups like the Brazilian Twins haven't been on nice. Ride Ride before. They'll be over in Ames. Love those guys. Um, A1A, nice Jimmy Buffett tribute. The official Jimmy Buffett sure. tri- tribute band. So, you know, Bubba doesn't put that official Jeff, stamp on many. Jeff Pike and crew there with that one. Yep, I know that group. Yep. So, so if you ha- if you watch the, the Parrot Head uh, documentary, <laughs> you'll know a little bit about the, the, the tribute band. So good good folks there. Right, right. Yeah. And, uh, um, so, and then uh, downtown Iowa City, you know, the Jayhawks and Blitz and Trapper, they seem like kind of Iowa City-ish kind of bands. I would, mm-hmm. I would imagine they're, 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 you know, kind of uh, an eclectic mix of sure. um, kind of, uh, I don't even know how you would describe them, kind of f- f- um, folk rock uh, with good little sound. So one, one based out of Portland, Oregon, and one out of Minneapolis. So um, some real good bands. And, again, some of the staples, Pork Tornadoes, things like that, that'll sure. be, you know, uh, that people are always asking for, but with a good mix of other bands as well. Is there a church dinner on this ride? Anything spiking up in, in all the towns that really seems like the one that we can't miss? You know, there, there's always, you know, if you enjoy, how many times do you eat beef and noodles in your life, you know, unless yeah. you're going to grandma's, you right. know, and then you can go to the churches and get beef and noodles, and, mm-hmm. and they do it, you know, perfect. Okay. Um, so there, there's lots of, you know, if you're planning to go to a church dinner, get there early. Right. So there's always a line. That's the key. There's a line, and it will sell out. Yeah, and so it's it's kind of like you know it's kind of like snipe hunting. You need to get out early and <laughs> and and capture that that beef and noodles. Um, sometimes there'll be chicken and noodles, but yeah. not quite as good as beef and noodles. But um, the beef and noodles, yeah. I mean, you don't want just the garden varieties. Yeah, spaghetti. You know, you want you want a little flavor to those noodles. Well, now you guys coach people uh, along this. I mean, this is what you've been doing for the past six months is is consulting with these towns and teaching them how to do it right. And, and you mentioned that, you know, sometimes they sell out. We've been to, we've been to a town or two where they, they, you know, they pull up the, the tent flag and they say, we're done. We're out of food. And that's really what you coach them to do. That's what you've been working on over the past six months. Is so there's yeah. this consistent, because nobody wants a half a taco. No. You know, you, you're just like, don't skim. Don't well, we tell, uh, we tell them. them point blank, you know, set a number mm-hmm. and be done. Yeah. And the church shouldn't be selling dinners till 11 o'clock at night because they've got extra tacos. Right. So we say, you know what, set a realistic number. If you've got 100 seats, serve 400 meals yeah. and be done. Yeah. Starting at 4 o'clock, they're going to go to probably 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, and they're going to be done. And then they want to go enjoy their, their town festivities. And they could be working in the, the beer garden or something like that at night. So... Um, the other thing I, w- I want to point out, we just left Sigourney, and um, you know some of the comments um, we had uh, Serena Bushman, who is the housing oh, yeah. chair there, and uh, your name came up once or twice, Mark, I believe, um, <laughs> not in a good way, but um, I'll, I'll just mention that. But you know, one of the things that that people have to realize that housing, these people are doing everything in their power to get them housing, and you know when they when people have the nerve to write like kind of a semi-cruel letter oh. back like how can you not get me housing um you know a town of of, of just think picture this you got a town of two thousand people uh-huh there are 700 homes or so in a town of 2000 maybe 800 homes uh-huh um, and uh, about 600 of them have people on rag, rag, rag. the other 200 sure. might be elderly or whatever so 
it's not that they're not trying their darndest. Right. There's just becomes a capacity issue. Right. And we're always going to try to find those smaller towns because if we just went to, all right, we're going to go to Cedar Rapids and we're going to go to Iowa City, we're going to go to Davenport. Yeah, it gets a little it, boring. It gets you know, the same yeah, 10 towns. It would be, it'd be just the big, big monstrosity towns. Right, right would lose the appeal. Sure. And we go to those smaller towns and sometimes, you know, you might not be able to get housing. You might not be able to, you know, mm-hmm. park exactly where you want, but you know what? You're going to have a great time. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't get housing, it's not for a lack of trying on their part. They did everything right. in their power. So be gracious. Thank them for, for these are all volunteers. No yeah. one's, no one's making money off your housing. Your $3 might, might pay for, you know, the, to get the hamster running on the wheel to power up the computer there. Yeah. So, so just relax. If you didn't get housing, plenty of camping. Ragbury is a camping trip, I heard. And so, <laughs> so bring your tent and, you know, there'll be a place to set up your, your tent. I think officially my team is going to leave the tents at home this year. We got a hundred percent somehow. A hundred percent? hundred percent. We just, just yesterday got everything worked okay. out. So sometimes it takes some time, some Good. persistence, patience. You got Jefferson? All right. We got Jefferson. Okay. Um, we ended up, yesterday we had two places in Jefferson. So that was the first okay. time that's ever happened. Your name but. came up in Jefferson too. And again, <laughs> Good, good, Once again, not well. A, a good former Ragbri host that mentioned your name, but, uh, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. So I'm glad you got housing. In good, yeah, we got it taken care of. Good, 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 good. Well, I've got a couple interviews on this show. We mm-hmm. just uh, happened to talk to uh, Matt and Tony over in okay. Jefferson, who doing a fu- unbelievable job nice. over in Jefferson. And then I talked to Julian Sean in, in Ames. So, oh, sure. And then next week, we're going to have Danielle from Newton. And then we are, uh, let's see, going to have Amber and Stacy from Sigourney. So that'll finish out all the Ragbride Towns. will have a little bit of a preview. So mm-hmm. uh, I think we'll probably take the week of the ragbri off because i think we're going to be a little bit busy that week yeah so um so if you're expecting a podcast um you might you might just go back and listen to one of the other fine podcasts sure okay all right let's get to the show all right this is tj with the just go bike podcast and I'm in Jefferson, Iowa this morning with some of the co-chairs from Jefferson, Iowa. We have Matt and Tony Wittrick, who are the executive co-chairs from Jefferson, Iowa. How are you doing this morning? Pretty good. Things are good. Fantastic. Are you stressing a little bit? We're about two weeks, less than two weeks away from the big event of the summer. So how's it going here in Jefferson? Pretty good. I, I have just been telling myself, don't stress out about it. We're having fun with it. So um, people are coming regardless. We're just trying to make it as organized and ready as we can be, but we know they're coming. <laughs> Very cool. So what's going to be special about Jefferson and Ragbri? Monday night, you know, they got a nice ride under their belt. This is the second day of riding. What, when they, when they get into Jefferson, what's going to be really cool about Jefferson? Well, our bells, of course, they're going to be riding <laughs> into our bells. Um, the Mahaney Bell Tower is going to be playing from 10 to 4. Um, people can pay to play a song on the bells, cool. the full carillon. And so that's something exciting. They'll be riding the highway to bells. That's our theme um, right off of Lincoln Way. So um, we have hairball. We have so many great things to see in Jefferson. So I feel like that's kind of a downfall is that people are just not going to be able to experience everything that we have. We have a lot of fun things planned. And all those activities pretty much are going to be centered around the downtown, which basically is going to be in the shadow of the bell tower. Yep. And so you can go up in the bell tower and play. Have you guys been up and played the bells before? 
we can have anyone a, go up and do this pretty much or anyone can on the day of yes day so of, we okay. have a kind of a that's a little fundraising thing they're doing and if uh you know i, th- I don't th- assume anyone's going to just go up there who doesn't have a little bit of a handle on how to play the piano but they uh, have a list yeah. of songs available right. that you can play from uh either religious patriotic or 80s music is our our choices so um they they do that because we have agreements in the will of the benefactor of the oh. um, that we have to play a certain percentage so they have certain songs they can pick from and also so we don't have people playing chopsticks all day okay. so <laughs> or you wouldn't want them to do the Barry Manilow medley right yeah <laughs> I know Matt would personally that. I would you know I'd like to hear some heart and soul I could jump in on some heart and soul duets but. oh okay yeah. <laughs> but a little a little better than chopsticks or something yeah yeah on that. Right. yeah, yeah all right yeah. cool right. very good that'll be fun and so uh, in that downtown you got music you got entertainment there gonna be plenty of drinks I would I would assume in the downtown lots of drinks lots, lots of, drinks. of drinks can I have all sorts of great beer as everyone else will including some craft stuff but then we're gonna have some slushy options too Ooh. so we're gonna have yeah we're gonna have a, a a vodka lemonade option we're gonna have a rum punch option and then uh, i believe we're gonna have a moscow mule mm-hmm. slushy option so those should be quite refreshing and uh, looking forward to seeing how those go. I think they're going to be great. Cool. And lots of food options as well. Uh, lots some, of food. Some local restaurants that some of the riders might partake in. Or there, you want to rattle off a couple of those good options in town? Most of our churches are having great meals, handballs, lasagna, um, pasta meals, pork loins, all the kinds of things like mm-hmm. that. We have all of that on our website on www.jeffersonragbride.com. Um all of the, the meals that we knew about are all listed there. All of our vendors around the square also are, are listed there. Um, and Matt and I are, are vegetarians, so we were excited to get you know vegan and vegetarian options in our town too Very for good. people. So mm-hmm. definitely gonna I uh, I'm gonna put a little plug in to, to reference people to Dirt Burger. Definitely check out Dirt Burger. Dirt Burger. Dirt Burger. Where's yeah. that? He, he he's going to be on the square. He's going to be one of our vendors, and he actually is a, lo- a local uh, gentleman here who has a huge organic garden that he does, uh, and he's going to be opening a restaurant in downtown Des Moines eventually. So he oh, now cool. kind of has a food truck. So, so anyway. even if you get all of your fill of all the, the bacon and meatiness in Denison, okay. <laughs> we do have yeah, some other options. Yeah. I see a, a couple other the great local spots, uh, locally owned things too. The Peony, really good Chinese. They're going to have uh, be open all day. Um, the, our Mexican restaurant, Casa de Oro. Um, uh, a and little we ate the, there last night, just by the way. Yeah, for the eighth time. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, so so we're we're pretty excited about some of those. Of course, some of our local chains too will be will be very busy, but plenty of excellent food options. You will not leave hungry here. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple of things that people might say, "Wow, I don't remember that last time we were in Jefferson." Apparently, mm-hmm. you got a big building on the north side of town that's been very <laughs> active in your community. So, we what do. what happened we there? Have, we have a casino now. Mm-hmm. We have a a big overpass built. Uh, a lot of people that have been coming to Jefferson camped at, they called it the old pink school building in the middle kind of downtown, which we now have High V. Um, so we've had a lot of, of new businesses coming to Jefferson. We've really been growing. We have a new school coming. Um, things are really changed in Jefferson in 10 years. So Very cool. And, and with the downtown, we have a new welcome center. It's Thomas Jefferson Gardens. Uh, so hopefully folks will be able to pop in there. There's good information and then kind of some neat educational landscaping and gardening things they're doing. And then also folks might notice that we have been doing a big facade uh, project downtown. A lot of the buildings have got a facelift on our square and kind of dressing things up a little bit and uh, – and maybe maybe we'll catch the eye of, of somebody who wants to relocate and start a new business as we have just a couple of uh, business fronts downtown open for that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you say Thomas Jefferson and a Lincoln runs through here. You guys like your presidents running here. Yeah, you? right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we really we really changed to focus on tourism for Jefferson. So we have a lot of neat touristy type things in Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the neat things that we experienced when we were here for our pre-ride, we actually went over to uh, the furniture making mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. and they had a show in the back. So talk a little bit about that, uh, the Playhouse and how that mm-hmm. came about and, and that business because truly a unique business that you got to be so so proud of to have here mm-hmm. in town. we are we are yes yeah so it's 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 old sort of hoop style uh used to be a lumber yard lumber yard thank day. you those mm-hmm. words lumber yard um and you can still see a lot of evidence of that when you walk in there in the front it's almost a little museum um open woodworking spot something you might see say at living history farms in fact he used to work there um so it's called eight uh rvp 1875 it's his initials he's a master woodworker builds furniture from the late late 1800s and uh, uses the same technology no power tools it is it is quite the sight to see uh, so that's very cool to see that in fact we have a piece of furniture in our that we eat on every day at our in our house from his place but then you step to the back and it's a professional theater in the back part uh, so they are going to be doing a special show uh, um, just for the reg Ray riders that, that evening so that'll be at seven o'clock mm-hmm. and uh, people can get tickets now if they want and we it's have linked. limited seating it so limited. Um, yep. you know people are getting their tickets ahead of time that we're pretty sure they will sell out it'll be a 7 p.m show yep. the, nice comfy seats and air conditioning it's yeah. byob which is always a favorite in yep. town you can yep. just <laughs> bring your own drinks and enjoy the show a quick 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 little deal about the show it's called hands on a hard body and it's based on a true story out of a, off of a, a a car lot down in texas and this was it in the 90s I think so. Think yeah. That, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was a little while back, but uh, um, and so the contest is the last person to take their car off, or their hand off the car wins the car, and so it's kind of an interesting story and what that experience meant to all the people and very cool. unique. And anyway, they're, yeah, they're, they they do got good a work. Sneak preview, yeah. and it looked like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, so it is fun. If, if I was not working, I would be there. And yeah. the BYOB sounds pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. So, yep. so hey, get a bottle of wine or you know get a yep. little show. It feels nice and cool in there. Absolutely, because mm-hmm. you know you talk about the '90s. It could be in the '90s temperature. Absolutely, wise, it could be. <laughs> and you'll be out in time to come see Hairball when you get done. Yeah. So, yeah. so all all sounding good. Yeah. Uh, so. You guys have, have been the executive committee. You've got probably about 40 or 50 people that have been working for six months. Uh, you want to mention anything about, you know, just some of the hardworking folks here in town that have been just putting just time and effort into making this thing uh, a huge success? We've been pretty excited about uh, the people that have come on to help us because obviously we can do it on our own. Um, like even we had a meeting this morning and Chuck Offenberger had said, this is so organized and it was good to hear that. Cause I was like, uh, it is, <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, we're doing what we can and, and, um, we're excited about that and the people that we have on board helping us. But it's been, it's been a lot and we've made new friendships. We've grown friendships in town. We've met new people from all over. And so it, it's been a good experience, I think for everybody. And I, I would say that most folks that have contacted us one way or another have, have, contacted my wife one way or another and she's really been she's really been the anchor of all this so hopefully folks that make it to town get to cross paths with her and <laughs> give her a high five about how much oh, yeah. of a rock star she's been on all this well it's it's gonna be neat tony because you've probably talked to i'm gonna say a thousand people associated mm-hmm. with Ragbrag, and some of these people you're gonna meet face to face for the first time and i'm sure mm-hmm. you've got in your mind what this person might look like or mm-hmm. you know why what does that guy bubba look like really and, and yeah and now you're gonna see this guy one <laughs> Say, no, I didn't picture him as that. Or 
that's exactly how I picture that yep. guy. So, <laughs> so uh, but you know, there's going to be a lot of people that uh, I will say it without towns, without people, Ragbar doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a tremendous volunteer swell of of and and people do it not not for funds. I mean, we're talking true love of their community, mm-hmm. dedication to the community. Uh, it's not about how much money we can make or anything like that. It's about mm-hmm. showcasing the community, and I, I think we're seeing that firsthand right here in Jefferson, Iowa. Um, about you know just just a true dedication in your town and uh, we wish you nothing but success we appreciate you um, you know coming out and I'll leave with this you say you're you're vegan um, but you know on Ragbri people do love pie and oh so, there's lots of pie in town so <laughs> if, if you had one slice left on the earth then you could have one slice of pie Tony what's your go-to pie Apple, but it has to have ice cream with it. Apple with ice cream, Matt. Uh, a good quality apple is my favorite as well. Good quality, yeah. and who yeah. makes a good quality apple pie here in town? Anyone? Um, everybody. <laughs> it's well, a, it's we, a pie town, I, I, and we, we, our our elks and does are doing kind of crisps, but um, you know. Well, we had a nice treat. One of our our crew members' uh, parents are from the area, and they brought in an apple pie from Deal's, Deal's Orchard. Orchard. Oh, oh, wow. Yes, yeah. Deal's <laughs> yeah. To die they for. probably make there's the, there's the, going to be some uh, yeah. right before you hit Jefferson. If you want just a very short little side detour at the top of the hill before you go down the hill, Deal's is going to be open, and they'll have some of their hard cider and some of their apple products, and we'll definitely put the plug and in check for out them. The rag yeah. Yeah. corn maze. Yeah, 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 and they're oh, and their rag rag corn maze as well. It's very very cool very yeah. cool yeah all right well hey monday night jefferson iowa uh thanks matt and tony for coming on mm, thank and you yeah, make sure excited. you say hi to them when you see them they're gonna be running around like crazy <laughs> but we know it's gonna be a lot of fun so thank you thank, thank you, you. This is TJ with the Just Go Bike Podcast, and I'm in Ames, Iowa today, home of Iowa State University, and I am with Julie Weeks and Sean Damaris. They both are with the Ames Convention and Visitors Bureau. How are you doing today? We're doing great. It's a beautiful day in Ames. Yeah. Doing great, TJ. Thanks. All right. And I've had the good fortune of working with both these people for many years. We did um, a super event back in 2008 in Ames. It was uh, you know, a very memorable uh, event. It was kind of coming off of a flood year, which is kind of kind of interesting. Um, but you know, I think everyone will remember the, the parking lot surrounding the shadows of Jack Trice Stadium. Had a big rock concert with, with sticks, and that was... Uh, you know, definitely a memorable time. We hadn't been in Ames in a long time. So that was kind of people's memories. But as we turn the page to 2018, one of the things that we always challenge towns with is, you know, what is going to be different about this year's Rag Bride? So looking at this upcoming Rag Bride, there's a whole host of things that are going to be a little bit different. Um, I know Julie and Sean, you were both involved in, in the last one. So just what are one or two of the, the things that you're really excited about this year's 2008 edition of, of Ames Rag Bride? Well, the addition this year is Ames is drastically a different place than it was 10 years ago. Um, the Main Street area um, is much improved. It already hosts a lot of events. So we're extremely excited to have our main festival area on Main Street of Ames. Um, it's an area that a lot of people from across the state, and we know those from out of state, probably haven't been. Um, so while you come into town and you'll get to be welcomed at Iowa State University and at ISU Athletics, you can also have the opportunity to enjoy the small town atmosphere of Ames. Yeah. 
One of the neat things that I've discovered, you've got a lot of independent restaurants, pubs, and shops in that area. It's not the typical chains that you might see in some areas. And um, I think you're pretty proud of that, aren't you? We are. We have um, a chain, an area of chains. If you want your chain uh, restaurant an opportunity when you come here, we've got it. Um, but we also have plenty of local restaurants. Um, everybody's familiar with everything from the Mucky Duck to Aunt Maud's to Old Main to Whiskey River, um, you name it, um, Provisions, the cafe, those are all locally owned, locally operated, and have a local flair to them that we're excited to be able to showcase. Very neat. So another big difference when they arrive in Ames, the route's a little bit different. Obviously, they're going to be coming in, they're going to be you know sweaty and tired and all of that, but what kind of grand entrance are we talking about as, as the bikes arrive into Ames? Well, last time you came in from the north, and everybody went through campus. This time you're coming into Ames from the south, and you will arrive at Jack Trice Stadium. So you will get the experience that um, Cyclone fans, hundreds of thousands of Cyclone fans get every fall when they come to a football game. You will get to ride the Cyclone Loop inside Jack Trice Stadium, experience the big screen, the music, the noise, um, the atmosphere, minus 100,000 fans that day, um, and Jack Trice. And that's for everyone. You don't have to be a Cyclone fan, right? You're going to take all types. If they're wearing black and gold, if they're if they're wearing a, a Oklahoma Sooner jersey, uh, Baker Mayfield decides to ride Ragbri that day, you're going to welcome everyone into this. Everybody's Cyclone. welcome as long as they behave themselves. Absolutely. Right. Good. Now, camping's probably a little bit different too. Sean, that's one area that you work with, with a lot. Uh, describe some of the campgrounds because I, we've been looking at these campgrounds during during our, our recent visit right here and they're just some of the great campgrounds yeah i think one of the things we really looked at uh from 2008 was uh uh how we could uh, uh centralize our campground locations and uh we are able to use uh, two of our uh, lovely parks uh in brookside park and stewart smith park uh that are right uh, leads you right into the uh, jack trice area uh, and utilizing the tailgating lots uh, that a lot of people are familiar with. Uh, so it really centralizes the uh, tailgate lots and the campground areas are all really right together. And I think that well is advantageous from you know the vehicles coming in um, uh, on the vehicle route and then also with the uh, bikes coming in, uh, leaving Jack Trice Stadium after doing the uh, Cyclone Loop. Yeah, and you've got firsthand experience from both sides because you obviously are on Ragbri on the years that we don't come into Ames, <laughs> and you're doing some support and and different things. You've been around Ragbri for a long time, so I'm sure some of those experiences help shape how this this rag rag brian ames has been yeah i've looked at it from all different angles uh you know i've ridden rag brian a few years uh last year included i've also been a support vehicle driver uh helping my team on some of those years where they just need a driver at the end of the route and i jump on and help for a day or two and and so i'm really looking at the uh what what each of those individuals are looking for um as they arrive into the community and what kind of uh uh signage do we need what type of directional um material do we need on the maps and so really looking at how we can maximize you know our area to make sure that you know we can not have a big backup of traffic and that the bikes are safe when they come into town and avoid different areas so it's really been kind of fun to actually kind of uh plan that for for my community 
Very good. Well, well, Julie, you know this this event doesn't happen overnight, and and you do tons of events here in Ames, and this one we give you pretty much a six month window more or less. But the cooperation that we've seen locally between the city of Ames, Iowa State University, the business community, and citizens in the community, I, I've not seen this type of you know just just great cooperation. And uh, how has that led to the success of your efforts this time? There's no doubt that the cooperation between Ames and Iowa State University is key to, to many events in Ames. Um, but RAGBRAI brings a very unique component to it. Um, while we have larger numbers for some events, they're not on bicycles. So the sheer fact of bringing bicycles into the community, um, we have to get a lot more of the city departments involved, a lot more of the university departments and um, they have all stepped up, and they have all um, gotten on board and um, truly helped to make this a success. So we're looking forward to it. Well, it does help when you've got some of the leadership in some of those areas. I know I rode, you know, several miles with the mayor of Ames, um, had, a, had a great time that morning riding out. Um, you know, that morning on, on our pre-ride, I know athletic director Jamie Pollard has ridden rag ride before, and I think he plans to ride again. So so when you have some of that top leadership in different departments in athletics or, or in the city that understands a little bit about the bicycle, it, it's not a bad thing. And um, I think that kind of filters down when they get excited, you know, at certain levels, everyone gets excited. So it's not, not a bad thing when you have, have some, some key people in your area that, that aren't opposed to the bike. What's interesting is um, the leadership that invited you both in Ames, the mayor then and the president of Iowa State, which were both involved are no longer here. But the new mayor and the new president of Iowa State are both very um, energized by it and very uh, supportive of it. And a huge thank you to Jamie Pollard and ISU Athletics because they actually were the ones that came up with the idea and invited us to use Jack Trice Stadium. So, um Thank you to all of those individuals, especially. Yeah, great. Um, one area we haven't touched on, I know we talked about, you know, the Cyclone Loop. We talked about um, camping. We talked about entertainment that's going to be, or talked about, you know, the downtown area on, on Main Street. Talk a little bit about the entertainment. I know we've got some great bands, and it seems like, you know, from the time they, they come till, till the wee hours, we're going to have some, some fantastic entertainment. Um, so what, what do you want to say about entertainment? What's in store for the riders as they come into Ames? Well, last time you mentioned we did sticks. We went all out. We did the big one. But this time, I think we're outdoing ourselves by having three stages on Main Street. And on Main Street, those stages will go from four in the afternoon until midnight. We're going to have um, constant entertainment on all three. So you'll find everything from a rap act to a local acoustic act to the B2 Twins, Danny Grouse, the Feel Good, the Shireen from The Voice, 42 Romeo, which is an Iowa um, army band, um, the Richard Arndt and the Brew, and of course the Spasmatics. Yeah. So, you know, there's something there for everyone all day long. That's a lot of entertainment. And you can experience all that. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a sampler platter, isn't it? It is. <laughs> we have a sample plate for you there. And then when you come in, of course... You know, there will be a couple pep rallies at Jack Trice Stadium as awesome. well. Now, I heard there's going to be some local brews down there as well, some that are that are known in these parts of the woods. Yeah, we have uh, three of our uh, uh, breweries, our local breweries here, um, uh, Louisville, uh, Old Main Brewery, 
and Torrent all are being served at the uh, at the, uh, the the Cyclone Storm is Brewing uh, Festival. Storm so. is Brewing. You guys are pretty catchy yes. on those names there. <laughs> you can think those up like on a little whiteboard there. You guys are always on top of those things. Oh, cool. So I tell you what. You know, I think this is one of those dates that people have circled on the calendar. They've been waiting for for a return visit to Ames for a while. There's a lot of riders in this community. There's no doubt about that. There's a lot of people that are alumni of the school that look forward to coming back here. People that grew up in Ames that have that have moved on want to come back. So I think people are really excited that Ragbri is coming to Ames on on Tuesday, July 24th. It happens to be my anniversary, by the way, if you're counting. It's 19 years, so next one's a big one. But but July 24th, it's always on Rag Brian, so I can't. It's kind of hard to forget my my anniversary. Um, but I think riders are really going to be looking forward to for that day. All right. So before we let you go, I know we got lots of planning to still do. We're down to about two weeks until we hit hit Rag Brian here. Um, food is an important part of Rag Brian, as well as pie. And so if I had one piece of pie in my pocket that I can say, Julie. What pie would you like? What would be your favorite pie? Oh, well, if you want a pie when you come to Ames, Iowa State University is known for its cherry pies. Cherry pie? And mm. they will be serving them at Jack Tri Stadium. Mmm, yummy. Sean? Uh, Julie stole it. You oh. can't, uh, can't, can't, you can't, miss, you can't miss the cherry pies. Will it have uh, ice that... cream on it as well? Perhaps. I, no, no, it's don't just even a cherry it. pie. Sweet enough that it doesn't even need it. All right. That's awesome. Okay. So don't forget, we're going to be here Tuesday, July 24th in Ames, Iowa. And you're going to have a great time here. Thanks, Julie and Sean, for coming on the Just Bike Podcast. Thanks, DJ. All right, we've come to the end of another edition of the Just Bike Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in each and every week and listening to trials and tribulations of cycling in in the midwest in iowa throughout the world all that fun stuff that we're talking about and um mark who who's these podcasts sponsored by you know we got a couple groups think iowa city which is uh, all the curious surrounding communities around it so coralville north liberty um they're hosting jingle cross which is the world cup of uh, cyclocross race uh, coming up and uh i think a little event called ragbray uh, they're hosting that coming up yeah, so that's I'm thinking cool. iowa city considering I, yeah i can hit iowa city with a rock from where I'm you at. You could. And I'm in Coralville, so... Bikes to You, one of the best bike shop charters in, in Grinnell, Iowa. I think it's April Cooper's birthday on Friday. Oh, happy um, birthday, Mrs. Cooper. Yeah, so a lot of great stuff happening there. If you're looking for apparel, if you're looking for a place to camp, Bikes to You is that group that you want to go with. Uh, finally, Primal Wear out of Denver, Colorado. If you're looking for custom bike jerseys and shorts for next year's ride, now's the time to start thinking about that. But they do have some great apparel, so if you just want to order at their store... They got some great stuff that's just stock uh, stock apparel too. So, any that's fine. They're bringing a big riding contingent team as well. And, nice. Uh, I, I think they've got probably about twenty people that are coming. They just love the event. I think mm-hmm. um, obviously there's a lot of rag bright teams that have that have gone primal in the last you know, sure. several years. Sure. Um, we've got nothing but primal as far as in our our trailers as far as cycling apparel and. Uh, you, Go go pop in and say hi, Dave, Tim, uh, all those all those fun people are going to be around. We're going to see Jess. We're going to see quite a few of our, our good friends over at Primals. So it'll be good to see those folks. We we see them quite a bit. But it's mm-hmm. always fun to see them during Rag Brack. Yeah. So 
So uh, here we are at the end of another podcast. We're, we're on almost to Ragbri Eve. Um, we are coming up quick. Uh, like I said, next oh, week we're going to have a couple of more town previews. But Do I do I got time to get some more training miles in? You Yes. Is that <laughs> is, another question? Now is a good time to start training? There, there are some people that take the Scott Garner method of training <laughs> and dust the bike off the week of. And, you know, at least Scott got one training mile in. What, I think he got like 11 in for the pre-ride. But he, he's got mental toughness un, unlike anyone else that I've seen. Yeah, I think he still smoked past me on that first hill. So yeah, I don't but, think it really yeah. mattered. But if you're, if you're going with that training method, your bottom is probably going to be a little raw. And sure. if your bottom is raw, we're going to have plenty of chamois butter out there for you. Nice. And, and they've, they're the official product of, of Ragbri. So uh, when you start your ride in the morning, we've got some big <laughs> squirt pump of chamois butter. But your bike shops are going to have plenty of chamois butter for you as well. So, sure. uh, so if you're going with the Scott Garner method of training, use lots of chamois butter. Sounds good. Sounds good. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.